Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, Tuesday morning, day two of the new uh, morning show. Week two, of course, since the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Day one. For the Phillies with a full squad at spring training. Of course, no Bryce Harper, though, for a while with his injury. Uh, the Flyers, they win last night. Sixers won't play for a few more days with this all-star break. we got a lot to do, and we welcome you. If this is your first chance to listen to this, the new morning show, we welcome you here. And certainly you can join us at 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hello there, Joe. Hello there, John. You know, the president's vehicle, nicknamed the Beast. Yes, I do know that. Did you know it always travels with a refrigerator full of the president's blood type? Wow. Yeah, a fridge full of blood in case of emergency. You know what? Doing a better job than Sirianni did in the Super Bowl covering all the bases. I'll tell you that, man. Oh. How's that How, How's that for a little? Seltzer, nice does that, does that work transition. as far as a little little, yeah. little zinger in there? I mean, look, Not this, too bad. Yeah, because right. here's the deal, guys. And, and again, welcome to everyone and uh, – you know, we're, we're happy to be here. I, I know with President's Day yesterday, perhaps not everyone that would normally listen to the show listened yesterday. So I guess everyone's got to get back to work, John, right? I mean, it's, you know, one of those things, get back to work, and drive, and hello to everybody. Hello. Look, there is an aspect to this Super Bowl. And, John, you and I, in the midday show, and to an extent yesterday, um, we've covered a lot of it. But we, we haven't covered nearly enough of it. And I think the town hasn't covered enough of it. We consider there's an aspect of this Super Bowl that has flown way under the radar. And that is Nick Sirianni's culpability as Eagles head coach in the Eagles losing a Super Bowl that we all thought they would win. I mean, th- this is the rare case, and I mean the really rare case. Championship round, favorite, got a pretty sizable lead, team loses it, Philadelphia sports team loses it, and almost no focus has been on the head coach. And and I know we've been diverted with the field and the flag and all this stuff, and I'm not saying those aren't things worth talking about, but when you consider Philly sports history, I mean, Vermeil obviously criticized after 80. Jim Fregosi after 93 with the decision to put in Mitch. Terry Merry fired by the Flyers after the Flyers lost the cup in 97. And, John, while the Rob Thompson thing simmered down, at least for a couple days, man, people were hot over his decision to pull Zach Wheeler out of that game, and that decision was a disaster, and Rob Thompson rightfully got criticized. Here's the deal. Sirianni, man, it's like he's just way under the radar. It's like he's stealth, Yeah, and he shouldn't be because, John, let me tell you something, man. He should be more, and I like him. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good dude. 
But I got to call it real. I thought he came out real small in a, in a real big spot. Well, I think it was very obvious that he was the less experienced coach in that situation. No question. We saw that rear its ugly head. I, I think that the Nick culpability thing is fascinating because it's almost like sleight of hand. You know, everyone, Eagles fans-wise, is distracted by the situations, the field, the flags. Yep. The, it, no one's noticing that, yeah, you know, Nick Sirianni probably should have avoided taking a timeout to avoid a delay of game. Uh, so you, you would have been able to stop the clock. You think? At the end of the game. Uh, people, we like Nick. We, yeah. we believe that Nick has the, the, the work ethic and the toughness, and he, and he feels right for us. But he had a bad game. He did. And circumstances have caused us to just sort of look past that. You know, like uh, Andy Reid, Steve Spagnuolo, they outcoached our coaches. Nick Sirianni didn't do well enough, very clearly. And it's yeah, the prime way. It's yeah, the prime reason. gloss over it. John, it's the prime reason the Eagles lost the game. They got outcoached. Yes. I mean, they got outcoached. Yes. And, and, and I know Gannon is taking most of the heat, but there's also, you know, I got to invoke my guy, Harry Truman. The buck stops here. I mean, Gannon reports to Sirianni. Sirianni was his boss. You know, I, I just, when I look at this, and everyone can weigh in, 215-592-9494. I mean, first off, in your estimation, are we right that Sirianni should take more heat? Yes or no? Again, 215-592-9494. I mean, John, consider the following. The Eagles lost the Super Bowl as a favorite. Sirianni. The Eagles lost the Super Bowl with a 10-point lead at halftime. Sirianni. He, he clearly did not properly oversee Gannon in the defense. Whether that's an in-game thing, whether that's a you got 13 days to prepare for this game thing. I mean, what the Chiefs did to the Eagles' defense, the complexity. And I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it's easy to face Mahomes and Reed. Guys, don't get me wrong. That is a hell of a challenge. But obviously Sirianni did not do enough to oversee that whole thing, either pregame or in-game. You got the reality of, and this to me was the killer that I focused on the most after the game. I thought it was an absolute horrendous decision to punt the ball in fourth and three in the fourth quarter. I know it kind of cuts across the grain of conventional wisdom because of how deep the Eagles were in their own territory. But the bottom line is the Eagles had already relinquished the lead. They were down a point. I mean, this was, a, 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 to me, it was very obvious. The defense was struggling at this point. He didn't feel the game. The way Doug did in Super Bowl 52, and it was about 10 yards down the field. Doug said, let's go for it on a fourth and one. I mean, I, I just thought that was a huge mistake. You also had the reality that he was, I, I think, I'm pretty damn sure, Sirianni is the guy in charge, too slow to adjust on getting his players to change cleats. I mean, I think that was a real factor in this Super Bowl. I, you know, you got the reality that the Sirianni-Hurts combo was way too slow to get plays off. And while it didn't hurt the Eagles early in the game from the standpoint that they were still scoring and the offense was – I found it strange. Like, why the Eagles slow down? I liked it early but the, because you do have to try to play some keep away with right. Mahomes. But then – Fourth quarter. Why? Why in the fourth quarter are you still following the same protocol? Down eight. That that it was impossible to explain. Right. And it, look, it wasn't bad coaching by Nick. It was coaching that wasn't as good as what they were doing on the other sideline. And, and we just sort of let that – pass by and and you know it, it's it's unfair it's unfair to say that this team man it, it that's the worst part for me this team was better this team was better than that team we faced 
yet they outcoached us, and we're not blaming. Yeah, it's really weird, man. I mean, I, I think our attention has been diverted. Look, let's go to the phones and find out what everyone thinks. 215-592-9494. The Sirianni thing. Uh, is it right for him to escape criticism? Is it wrong? I mean, listen, I do like the guy. I do respect him a ton. I mean, I think he had a tremendous season. I'm glad he's the Eagles head coach. But as big moments go in Philadelphia sports history, come on, let's be real. He came up small. I mean, this was a title the Eagles should have won. They didn't. He had a big hand in it. Two one, and quite simply, he got out coached by Andy Reid. I mean, there is no doubt about that. 215-592-9494. What do you make of it? Again, welcome to the new morning show. Joe DeCamera, John Ritchie. We got Seltzer. We got Rhea. Rodney McLeod will join us coming up at 7 o'clock today. Rodney will be with us for three hours. Rodney's going to be so good at this. He's not sure yet if he's you know, going to continue to play or not. We'll, we'll kind of poke at him on that front and find out, yo, dude, what's the deal? Seltzer, we're going to get it. What's the deal, Rodney? You yeah, re- I mean, come retiring? on. Retiring? You're not retiring? NFL money, radio <laughs> money, same thing. Right, exactly. Same thing. No, he'll, he'll probably, right, exactly right. He'll probably keep playing, but we, uh, we, we look forward to when, uh, you know, he can be with us uh, quite a bit. And he'll be with us a, a whole bunch today for three hours. Let's go to the phones, 215-592-9494. Josh and Manny on kicks us off today. Hi, Josh. Boys, great hearing from you at 6 a.m. You know, this is a new, new thing for me as well. I uh, love, love it. By the way, absolutely correct. Nick Sirianni has gotten no blame whatsoever. He's had no criticism at all. We'd much rather talk about Jonathan Gannon but lighting the Philadelphia fans on fire by saying he was getting offered head coaching money by the Eagles to stick around. So he needs it. You know what? Experience pays dividends, and Andy Reid just flat out outcoached him on uh, two Sundays ago. So, Josh, it, it what, what, well, you're right. Why isn't Sirianni getting criticized more? Because we're too focused on the stupid things like the flag and, and the turf and how the defense couldn't stop a nosebleed or a runny nose. Uh, and, and he gets nothing. He had no feel the second half. Guys, we got our coach flat out. And he just, it was lazy fair. He didn't get any criticism at all whatsoever. And how he, like, he would rather, even the press conference, it was all about Rocky again. My God, stop talking about Rocky, Nick. Let's focus on what we got ahead. We lost. Mm. You flat out got out coached and you got beat. It was bad. It was bad. Josh, you're right. Appreciate the call. I don't disagree. I think that's an accurate assessment. Chris and Berwin. Hi, Chris. Gentlemen, first time long time into the show. How are you doing? Doing, doing well, Chris. Thank you for calling us. How are you adjusting in the morning? Uh, so far, fine. I mean, talk to me after day 13, 14. We'll see how tired we are. But no, Feels I feel good. I feel fine. I feel totally fine. Yeah. All right. Um, so, Sirianni, I mean, I'm going to be honest, he really hasn't really irritated me that much with his and throughout the season. And as opposed to Gannon, we were just on him just because of how frustrating it would be to watch opposing offenses you know, move down the field. So Chris, I think Chris is, that a, is that a windshield wiper? What's going on back there? Sorry. No, I'm, I'm asking, what is it? Oh, uh, machinery. What do you say? Machinery. Oh, machinery. He's at work, Joe. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Chris, any step away capabilities for, yeah. you know, like I'm good. two minutes? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. All right. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> the, the, my only fault with Sirianni is the fourth. So I know we talk about the fourth and three, punting for it. But for me, it was kicking field goal, fourth and six, went to go 27-24. I mean, that's football one-on-one. Field goals do not beat Patrick Mahomes. Like you need to score touchdowns to beat him. 
And that's what came back to bite us in the butt. Bite so, us in the ass. Yeah, so, it, it looked, and it obviously, Chris, appreciate the call, man. It obviously did not work out. I mean, full disclosure, I was for kicking the field goal in the moment. And I do think it was the right. I mean, it didn't work out. I but had I, no problem. I think it was the wise the decision. I'll say that. Yeah, I it, had get take the points. The bigger problem that I have, we, we talk about the, the fourth and three, punt, the, the decision to punt it. For me, the, the bigger issue is you threw it on third down, and you didn't have a good plan, and you didn't protect your quarterback when you threw it on third down. Yeah, You run that ball there, I'm fairly certain you'll gain something. And that, then that you can you go for it. in a better position yeah. Yeah. for fourth down. Yep. There's, that. There's also this element, and, I mean, Ray, we didn't talk about this yet at mm-hmm. all. Why was the punter still the punter? Sippus. Well, they, that was their biggest biggest problem all year. The biggest glaring thing yeah. was special teams. You know, the, the Brett was terrible, but he wasn't as bad as that as that play right there. It was something they never addressed, and it bit him. It bit him badly. Bit him big time. I yep. mean, guys, I, that game show all those years ago. What was it? Uh, let's make a deal. What was it? Door one, door two, yep. door three. Yes. So door one, Sippus, yes. he stunk. Yes. Door two, Brett Kern, he stunk. stunk. Uh, door three? <laughs> Could like, be any worse, right? Right? I mean, is there, like, is there another? Isn't p- there a bus that goes I around? Mean, my God. But that's, you know, that is. It hurt him, that John. That is Howie, too. It is Howie, oh, too. Yeah. That is a lot of Howie on that one. Uh, you know, I, I'm i blaming Nick. But I got to believe, John. It if, is if hard the- to blame Howie because this team was so outstanding. But that's one area. It was just like a blind spot. And I they're know. bringing him back with no questions asked. Wh- who? Going Clay. On. Oh, yeah. That, well, that decision, too. That, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so it's just, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I do want to find I want to find out from Sirianni and, and Howie, why was the punter still the punter? And they probably won't give a straight-up answer. They'll probably try to cover to an extent. It's just, that's... Uh, do you have confidence this this game, this experience makes Nick's... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.